Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Not every employee leaves a workplace on good terms. Whether it's a build-up of animosity towards the employer or a termination that sparks an unforeseen reaction. But as the business owner, the question is, how should you react? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Some employees may seek revenge and attempt to destroy your business or your reputation on the way out. Karen Gately has seen that happen to businesses, and the costs can be devastating. Karen's CEO of Human Performance Consultancy, Corporate Dojo, and shortly, she explains what bosses can do to ensure their staff don't leave with any malice. First, Chris Ashmore asks Karen if she has any horror stories of employees spitting the dummy as they walk out the door. The one has to be the time where the individual deliberately decided to wipe everything that they possibly could on the IT systems. In fact, I've heard of a couple of stories like that where people have been sabotaging information and systems that the employer clearly is heavily reliant on. I've heard of an individual getting into confidential information and emailing that around to the entire organisation. And in one instance, that included the salary spreadsheet for the senior executive team and uh, just disclosed all of their private information to the whole organisation. Obviously, there's a broad range of ways in which unhappy people can behave, but that's just a, a couple of the more extreme ones that I've seen in my time. What leads to an employee doing what they do? Again, there are a range of emotions, but more often than not, it can be summed up as feeling hard done by in terms of a lack of fair treatment. You know, people are more likely to really crack it and behave really badly when they feel like they've been treated with disrespect or they have been ripped off or there is something that leaves them feeling as though this just isn't fair. And, you know, most people don't completely lose their mind just because their jobs come to an end. If there is reasonableness in the way the employer has behaved, then, then most people are more accepting. So without exception, when people have behaved super badly, what I've observed is that they've been blindsided, they haven't seen it coming, and then when it has arrived, they've been shocked by that because, again, it's just not adding up to them as being reasonable behaviour or reasonable actions from the employer. And if an employee feels badly done by and they do something like publish private information, the consequences for the business can be quite damaging, can't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, in those extreme circumstances, you can directly see why that's far from ideal. But I'd also say in terms of employer brand and reputation, you know, one of the ways in which we're able to attract people to our business is through our employer brand. And that fundamentally comes from how people talk about us. So if people are out there in your marketplace hearing horror stories about your business from people who have left under these circumstances, then there's likelihood that they're going to be 
hesitant at least to contemplate working for you all the way through to obviously just deciding that's a no-go zone. They're not willing to do that. So, you know, the consequences in an individual incident absolutely can be quite extreme or, or severe. But I would say the longer term complications or implications is, is that people just don't want to work for you. And then the ability to attract top talent in your industry becomes super difficult and, you know, most employers these days recognise that in order for us to be the leaders in our industry, we need to be able to attract great staff to our organisation and our reputation in that light matters. So what should a boss do then to make sure that an employee that is let go doesn't throw the proverbial hand grenade as they leave the place? Yeah, I think it starts with communication, like most things in life, right? If we are open, we are honest, and we are sensitive, most reasonable human beings will respond in a better way. So, you know, if somebody is ultimately exited from your business because of poor performance, then you need to have taken the steps to help them to understand that reality well before it actually arrives. So, you know, having honest coaching conversations, making sure that you're clear about here's what success looks like, being super honest around this is how you're tracking toward progress, providing reasonable levels of guidance and support and coaching and you know, ultimately getting to a place where you're saying to someone, look, the reality is unless things improve, we may have to go our separate ways. It's a really important step whilst it might be incredibly uncomfortable in that moment and nobody ultimately wants to hear that. That's the kind of generosity in your spirit that you need to bring in order to help people to see reality and to warm up to the idea that this might not turn out. Equally, if we're exiting people because of redundancy scenarios, the more we can reasonably help people to understand that there is change coming or the business, for example, might be going through a really difficult time financially, whatever your reality is, the more we can help people to recognise that these are possibilities, we're doing everything in our power to avoid that outcome, but ultimately that might happen, then again, they're more likely to feel that they've been treated with respect and decency and treated fairly, as I was saying earlier, and therefore cope with it. If you want a business advisor that walks with you and not just talks with you, then Mazars is the right fit for your business. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S.com.au. So they shouldn't be surprised if they are let go. It's, it's when that shock of not seeing that it was coming that triggers an emotional response. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. I would say that that's the number one reason why people, again, behave in highly unreasonable ways. There's no doubt that when people are blindsided, when they're treated unfairly, that's the most likely scenario where they're going to really behave badly. And that can be employers avoid telling people the truth because they think they're going to behave badly. Whereas in my experience, if we are sensitive and honest with people, most human beings respond well. Most human beings rise to that occasion and recognise you're trying to do the right thing. Talking about this topic, I can't not mention Christine Holgate, the uh, former CEO of Australia Post, who was forced to move on in a very public way, very, very costly, not only in financial terms, but reputations of those who moved her on. How should that whole saga have been handled, do you think? 
with a, a lot more respect and decency, a lot more privacy for the Prime Minister to stand up in Parliament and make the comments that he did about she should go. You know, that was just extraordinarily unfair. I don't think that fairness depends on people's income levels or levels of seniority. You know, even if somebody is a CEO and they're highly paid, they deserve to be treated with common decency and respect. I think it was also evident that people within her organisation stepped back from standing by her side and didn't own their part in being honest about what they were aware of and what they approved and agreed with. You know, whilst individuals out there might think, oh, well, that was an extravagant gift, the reality is CEOs make bonus decisions all the time. And my understanding of that situation was the appropriate processes were followed just certain people in power didn't like what was determined as, as the right gift to give for that special effort in that circumstance. So, you know, my view from a, a distance is that she deserved the compensation that she received. And there was, um, as I say, just a lack of behaving with emotional intelligence and fairness and maturity in the way it was dealt with. From a legal perspective, what should a boss keep in mind when dismissing an employee? I think the summary view of this is, again, operate in ways that are fair and have reasonable cause and a reasonable process. So we can't terminate people's employments because of discriminatory grounds. And I'd encourage every employer to make sure you've done your research and you understand what that looks like. But, you know, you can only exit somebody from your business if they aren't delivering on their inherent promise in the employment relationship, and that is to be able to do the job and deliver on it. They need to be behaving in ways that are also healthy and respectful, etc. Or if the job is no longer required and you're actually bringing the, the job to an end. And when it's performance-based, you need to have worked hard to give people the opportunity to understand there is an issue and to have reasonable levels of support to work towards resolving those issues before suddenly the opportunity is taken away from them. So if you have good reason and you have a process that does give that fair opportunity for people to understand and do something about it, then you're very unlikely to end up in a a complaint scenario. Again, if you are operating with a spirit of fairness and compassion, irrespective of somebody's performance standard, you're very unlikely to get in trouble in the eyes of the law. That was Corporate Dojo CEO, Karen Gately. Business Essentials Daily is a Sound Cartel podcast. Executive producer is Heather Dawson. Producers are Nick Schilberger, Chris Ashmore and myself. Technical production by Pete Letts and Belinda Trimboli. I'm Nicole Goodman. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you more B-Daily next week. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.